You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community, and I'm your host, Doc Pop. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions over on TorqueMag.io. Uh, if you're interested, you can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or you can download the, the episodes directly from WMR.fm. On this episode of Press This, we're bringing back an older segment called Word Around the Campfire. So, you know, kind of imagine it's nighttime and uh, or, 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 or dawn, yeah, and we are all kind of like grouped together by the fire and talking about what's happening with our WordPress friends, what's happening in the community, and I guess just kind of sharing some gossip and news along the way. So joining me this week is Emily Shiola, the editor of TorqueMag.io. Emily, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Doc? I'm I'm good. I'm doing really well. I'm excited to be, you know, I when I when I first appeared on Press This before I was kind of hosting it, it was always on the Word Around the Campfire episode. So Emily, what I'm saying is, you know, this could be this could be you in three years. You could be where I am. Wow, I really got it. That's dreaming big. I appreciate that, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and joining us also is Sam Munez, a uh, developer advocate at WP Engine. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing super well. Very excited to be here. And I would ask you how you're doing, but you know, you already told us. I'm, I'm doing well. I first appeared on the show. This could be you three years. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, so, okay. So we, we've got a lot of community stuff to talk about, and I'm really excited about it. I think one of the biggest things that's kind of come up recently is the launch of WordPress 6.1. Emily, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be delighted to. So 6.1 came out last week. Our jazz artist for it is, I've been practicing this name and I still don't know if I'm going to get it. Uh, Mikhail Misha Alperin. He is a Soviet Norwegian jazz pianist, which is very cool. I just, that's one of my favorite things is learning about this, the jazz artist every time. So yeah, big things, you know, this was sort of our first big update that is going toward site editing, no longer full site editing. It is just called site editing. Um, so a lot of 
features that people can use to design their sites without needing a theme, without needing to code, that kind of thing. So we're definitely getting more into the drag and drop kind of approach to things. One of the cool things is the 2023 theme, which Matt talked about as his state of the word in at WordCamp US this summer, but they asked designers around the community to send in, they're calling them variations. So you'll have the base theme, and then there's 10 of these community design variations that all you have to do is click a button and it auto lays it over and it's a new color, theme palette, like all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, WP Engine actually got two in there, Sherbert and Whisper. One is a sherbet-y color, <laughs> one is a gray. <laughs> you can kind of figure that out. But yeah, lots of cool little design bits. I can go into more doc. I don't know if you have any, any questions yet. This may be a little technical, uh, Emily, but I was wondering, can you describe the difference between sherbet and sorbet? I'd love to. One is commonly mispronounced as sherbet, and one is not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Was, was that helpful? <laughs> very helpful. Very helpful. Okay. Uh, so, so WordPress 6.1 came out uh, on time. It was the last big release of the year. Do you know any news about like when 6.2 came out or will come out? I'm not sure. Actually, I haven't looked. I. It's kind of funny because a few years ago, um, at a state of the word, Matt mentioned that we're not going to stick to a quarterly release schedule. It's going to be more fluid when we have stuff to release, we'll release it. But it's actually kind of turned out we have done that more or less. Mm -hmm. I think we have, this is the third of this year. So it's kind of three to four years. So I'm guessing, um, I think people sort of take end of December off a little bit and then maybe jumping back in in January. So maybe see one in spring. I will definitely look into that and and let everyone know when I when I know. Sam, there was there was some new Gutenberg and site editing features in 6.1 and just kind of in general. Can you can you tell us a little bit about what's what's new with previously full site editor? And I'm still trying to get used to just calling it site editor. I know it's such a hard transition. I feel like everything I was throwing FSE on, but now we have to call it site editor, which it does make sense. It's way more applicable to what you're actually doing, but it is an, a name shift. I think the biggest thing is the new template option. So being able to create a custom template and you can still edit the header and footer of all of those things, but instead of just being presented with like the front page and the page, you can now make your own custom template for posts and pages, which is pretty cool to be able to do that in the core of WordPress. I'm very excited about what, what the future holds for that. I remember doing that with code and things before. And in the spirit of no code, this is moving us in the right direction. And I do have to say, I want to circle back really quick to the, the style variations. The two people that were selected for that from WP Engine happened to be on my team, Damon Cook and Brian Gardner. So shout out to them because their work was really beautiful. And I'm excited that they got included in the 2023 theme. Yeah, the 2023 theme that came out before 6.2 did, right? Or is that is that something that's finally out now? Uh, it came out with 6.1, I believe. And this is that new idea of, of a very modular theme. So, I mean, I guess all the themes are quote unquote modular, right? Like you can, you can change colors and things like that. But this theme itself is almost more of like an exploration of the way that patterns work and how themes might ship in the future. Is that... Is that a, a fair way to put it? Or I'm, I'm hoping, Sam, you have a, maybe a better way of describing what's kind of unique about this year's theme. 
Well, that's how I would describe it. If you take 2023 right out of the box and don't do anything with it, which is what I just did recently, I opened it up and it was basically all black and white, which is fine, but pretty basic looking. And the power really lies in the style variations and some of the other things that are included in the theme and just being able to it's it's honestly a really nice base that doesn't have a lot of, as some people um, say, opinionation to it. Like you can change it to really be what you want, which I think is cool and different than other default themes. I haven't, in the past, I didn't really see before block themes became something that we were using. I didn't really see a lot of people using the WordPress default themes, but I could actually see uh, people going out and using like the 2023 theme on their website moving forward, whether it be with the style variations or adding their own block patterns and styles and different things to it. And this is also the one tagged as accessibility ready, which we'll see how the community at large responds to that idea, but it has been deemed as such. So with the 2023 theme and with the, the style variations, I'm, I'm kind of curious, is it like you activate that theme and those variations are all kind of already on your, in, in your WordPress install somewhere and you kind of switch around or is it you activate the theme and then there's like a directory for these style variations for that theme, such as, such as a, the Sherbert variation. Yeah. So within the site editor, I believe that's where you go and you just see all the different variations available to you right there. And you can click them and you can kind of toggle between them. I, I think that the whole idea of style variations is very cool. You can kind of start with one. So let's say you like the Sherbert one, but you know, you're like, I, the color isn't exactly what I wanted. You can change like one of the colors and then make it something more like what you're looking for. But yeah, it's all built into the theme. If you go to the style editor and then you click on styles, you can click on browse styles and then you're presented with all of the different options. And it doesn't change the layout. It just changes the look and feel. It's like a skin. That's how I see mm -hmm. it. It's like a skin for your website. Well, I, I definitely want a, a Winamp uh, style for my 2023 theme. So if that's if that's not out there, if there's not like a classic Winamp uh, visualizer uh, theme, then I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make that. And there's also the the change that we keep talking about: full site editing being renamed to site editor. This was announced by Josefa recently, and it's really not a a big deal. Obviously, site editor was already in the name. The Polyglots team had been saying that full site editing was a little clumsy to translate where site editor was a little easier. So that was one of the changes, uh, one of the reasons for the change. And then also um, for, for whatever reason, we were kind of default calling it FSC. Like I know, you know, Sam said it a couple of times and I said it a couple of times and it's not that full site editor is too much longer, but I, I think FSC just has some scary vibe to it. Maybe that, uh, that they're trying to just, just call it site editor and, you know, just call it the block editor instead of the Gutenberg editor or whatever. And it's just a little, maybe more user-friendly and less intimidating. Sam, do you kind of agree with that? I certainly think so. I think coalescing around the names is really important at this time, especially with all of the updates, the more we can start using the right words. There was this whole article I read, I can't remember who wrote it, but it was about like, stop saying the word Gutenberg, because it's not even Gutenberg anymore. Gutenberg is this like experimental plugin for playing with WordPress and all the new features. That's basically how I see it anyway. And it's really just the editor, the block editor. And it's really hard for people who've been in WordPress for such a long time, right? To think back and say, okay, well, that was the classic editor. And this is the new editor, which sometimes was called Gutenberg. So there's a lot of history there, but the more we can all use the same, same language, I think the better. 
Well, on that note, I think it's time for a quick break, and we will come back and talk about upcoming WordCamps and some other news in the WordPress space. Stay tuned. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Well, support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. This episode is the Word Around the Campfire episode, and we have Sam and Emily joining me to talk about what's happening in the WordPress space. Before the break, we were talking about themes, and it just got me thinking a little bit on a recent episode of the Torque Social Hour that I did with Roy Savon and James Tryon. They talked about block styles for WordPress, which is a sort of expander module for site editor. It's something that adds not just like better margin control, but the ability to have negative margins and uh, all sorts of useful text. The, the, the thing that really kind of stuck out to me is one of the things that they're doing to kind of showcase their block styles for WordPress is they're releasing their own theme that is the most minimal theme I think that has ever been shipped. And I, I am always looking for like, you know, I, I, I like the look of medium or I like the look of ghosts. So I'm always kind of looking for minimal themes. And every time I find a minimal theme on WordPress, it's not even minimal enough for me. I still kind of have to go through and kind of delete a lot of stuff. Their new theme that, that Roy Savon and James Tran are shipping, it's called Gesso and it is literally a blank page. I just think that's so funny that, that you know, like hopefully it gets, I, I could, I, I, maybe it won't get approved for some reason. It's going through the accessibility review, but I love that they're just saying, look, this is how sites work now. This theme is a blank canvas and you can go through and add stuff with a site editor uh, or use patterns and things like that. But this is the quickest way to just like, if you don't want to have to start up something and just go deleting half the stuff, this is a way to just kind of get started rolling. Sam, do you have, you have any thoughts on 
the gesso theme. I love that idea, actually. So I'm assuming that this theme also includes patterns that they've created for you to work with, or is that is that not the right assumption? So the way block styles works, it's almost like a third column on the right okay. where you're when you're in the site editor. And so I think when you're in there, you'll have access to block styles patterns. I, I don't know if it comes shipped in there. And if it does come shipped, I don't know if it comes shipped the same way that patterns usually do come shipped. It's more like, hey, you can get anything else you need from our library over here. Got it. Well, that's cool. I mean, sometimes when you're presented with a design, like, yes, you can delete everything and start with a blank canvas. I think that there's kind of different ways to approach building a website. I think it can be kind of limiting if you have all of these options. So sometimes it's best to start with nothing. But also, if you're looking for inspiration, sometimes those other themes that have something to work with, you know, might be a better jumping off point. But I kind of like it's like a it is definitely a different approach to a theme to have it be completely blank, open ended, yeah, open and canvas. And I'm, I'm definitely a fan of that blank canvas metaphor, you know, with the name Gesso, that's just perfect. Let's switch over to upcoming WordCamps. We're at the end of 2022. I had to actually look at a calendar for that for some reason. I'm nine, 11 months in. <laughs> I just don't know what year it is. Or month. Boy, uh, so we're at the end of 2022 and WordCamps did kind of come back in the U.S. this year, but it seems like they're happening more overseas. Emily, can you, can you kind of give us an idea of what what the landscape's looking like for upcoming WordCamps in 2023? Yeah, for sure. So um, actually this weekend, today and tomorrow is WordCamp Italia in Milan. So unfortunately you missed this by the time that went up, but I think that I didn't realize that there wasn't a WordCamp Italia. So that's very fun. One more from this year I want to point out is WordCamp Sao Paulo on November 26th, which for us Americans will be the Saturday after Thanksgiving, but that is an online event. So if anyone wants to get some word campy in that weekend, check that one out. Obviously check time zones and stuff like that, but it might be a nice one to just attend over the long weekend. And then starting in 2023, we have WP Y'all in Birmingham, Alabama, which is the little engine that could. This poor word camp has been canceled and rescheduled, I think twice at this point. So February 4th and 5th, we will have WordCamp, y'all. Everyone's fingers crossed. I think that's going to be a really good time. And then, of course, a, another resilient WordCamp, WordCamp Asia, in uh, February 17th and 19th, and that'll be in Bangkok. That'll be in the same place it was supposed to be in 2020. <laughs> um, you know, Doc, we've talked about how that was, you were set all set to go to that camp, and that was kind of the first um, very big cancellation in our little lives due to the virus. So I'm really happy for them that they get to put it on. And I think it's going to be a very, very cool event. And then, you know, back to WordCamp Phoenix in March 24th and 25th, that's an, another big one, very highly attended. So we're kind of getting back into our 2019 kind of cadence, hopefully. Are you getting vibes that we'll see less virtual events in 2023? Yeah, that's a question I have been continually asking because people want to know, can I still, can I attend WP all for my couch? I think a lot of these are going to be hybrid. I think that the, you know, the switch that was made to totally virtual, all of that infrastructure is kind of still there. And even before 2020, WordCamps like WordCamp Europe was live streaming everything. So they were already on the cutting edge of that. If you couldn't travel all the way into Europe, you could watch it from your home. So i get the vibe that we're going to be hybrid. I do think a lot of these maybe. I, I think an in-person component is going to be a lot 
bigger than it obviously has been. I think a lot of the virtual only conferences might not be as popular, but hopefully we continue to see the hybrid so that people that can't travel or don't want to, frankly, can still participate. Sam, you're you're an active WordPress contributor. Uh, first off, thanks for your service. And second, I'm just kind of curious, what's what's happening with contributor days at these events in the next year and just kind of contributor days in general? So I have to be honest, I actually have never been to a WordCamp. Uh, so hopefully maybe in 2023 or 2024, I'll be able to attend one myself. And I have never actually contributed during like an official WordPress contributor day either. I have participated in the WP Engine internal contributor days that we've been doing, which have been super exciting. If you want to hear about those, I can tell you about that because uh, Nick Diego on my team has been uh, spearheading that. But I no normally just spend my time writing for the docs team, sharing new documentation as WordPress is evolving, which is fun and exciting. And it feels like every day there's a new thing to, to write about and share that has changed in WordPress. You know, same. I wouldn't mind hearing a little bit about the WP Engine contributor days that y'all are doing. If, if possible, though, I'd kind of like to hear it maybe as sort of an example of just like how some companies contribute to five future future, what we're doing. And maybe if you know of any other companies that might be doing something similar, I'd like to hear about that too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I know web dev studios also does contributor days. So it doesn't, you know, you're the, the thing I think is really cool about this idea is it can be small agencies. It can be large companies that put some effort and time into giving back to WordPress. I think that, you know, so many of us have businesses or we work with, with organizations that have businesses that are built on WordPress. Without WordPress, you know, WP Engine wouldn't exist. And so giving time and energy, resources, money back to the project, I think is so valuable. And so I'm really excited that we do this now at WP Engine and we host these days. Basically once a month we show up and we're on Slack and, you know, various people from the organization uh, come ready to work on some part of WordPress. There's so many different teams. If you're listening to this and you've never contributed to WordPress, you can check out Make WordPress and see what other you know what all the teams are there's like a design team accessibility docs core so if you're way more into the tech stuff you can look at one of those if you're like I want to test things I just want to play with the user interface as things are changing there's just so many ways to give back and again if our businesses and our livelihoods are kind of built on this open source project what better way to make sure that it continues to get better and better than by giving back through contribution so like I said we've done four so far this year at WP Engine and then we're going to host two more later this year. And in total, our team has contributed about like 150 hours almost to the various teams, which I think is really awesome. Again, there's, there's, you know, automatic and GoDaddy and those larger companies do contributor days, but I've seen the smaller ones too. Like I said, web dev studio stands out to me because they almost always happen to do their contributor day the same day as ours. So we're going on and sharing about it and they are too. And it's this nice energy of just everybody giving back to WordPress. Well, I appreciate that, Sam. We are going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we are going to wrap up this week's episode of Press This. Word Around the Campfire Edition, where we talk about WordPress news and events. Stay tuned. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Welcome back to Press This, the Word Around the Campfire Edition, 
where we're talking about WordPress news and events with Emily Shariola and Sam Munez. This episode's been a lot of fun. And, you know, earlier I mentioned something. I, I do a Torque social hour every Wednesday with torquemag.io. And those go live on YouTube every Wednesday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Pacific Daylight Time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details whatever we're on. And I, I've had a bunch of really fun episodes. Earlier, I mentioned James and Roy talking about block styles. Another thing that's kind of come up a little bit that I, I thought was pretty interesting, I was hoping we could talk about it a little bit at the end of the show here, is that I've seen plugin developers kind of doing interesting stuff where they're using WordPress, they're making plugins for WordPress that kind of makes sense as WordPress plugins, but they also function as like better interfaces for apps than they could have made without WordPress. Uh, so a couple examples, there was Imogen or I Imagine were on the show. That's Josh Daly from Infinite Uploads talking about uh, text to image AI generation. This is one of those things like Midjourney or Dolly, where you can go in and type text and it'll create an image based on whatever you type. And currently the interfaces for these are not super great, especially Midjourney, where you have to sign up to a Discord server and you you they built it into a bot integration. So you write a DM to a bot and the bot kind of sends you stuff back. Well, what these guys did was basically used WordPress uh, to make a Gutenberg block that gives you all sorts of control, all this granular control, like what aspect ratio do you want? What style do you want it in? Write in your keywords here and feed in an image or URL here to help train the thing. It's super cool. And like I was saying, it's built like a using WordPress to kind of power an app. And just one more example, re remove backgrounds, which is a thing that if you go into if you go to Photoshop and you upload an image into Photoshop, you can kind of like select the background and, and it uses AI to kind of remove that background and give you like a transparent background. There's other apps that do it too. None of them are super smooth, even the Photoshop one. So there's a recent, I'm trying to remember the name, Enable Media Replace actually built a Gutenberg block that has this functionality. So if you have something already on your server, or if you just want to upload an image that you need to transparency for, you can do that. And in WordPress, you can kind of do all this interface. And I just think that's super cool. I don't know if this is like, if there's a word for this, Sam, I, I'm maybe kind of looking in your direction. Is this, is this uh, a trend that you, you think we're seeing in WordPress? I don't know if there's a specific word for it, but I co-host a 
live chat with community members called Build Mode with Brian Gardner. And honestly, all of the things that you just mentioned were brought up today. So it's really yeah. interesting just to see like different ways people are using WordPress, different extensions of WordPress. We were talking about like, what are features that should be in the core of WordPress, you know, uh, essential things versus extensions of it, things that make it better. And, you know, kind of thinking it both from like a user perspective, but then also from like a product creator perspective. Like if there's something that would make it easier for developers to go out and build something, like you said, background remover and stuff like that. So nothing to say in terms of, I, I mean, other than I benefit as well from all of the things that you mentioned as someone that builds websites. Well, I, I know that uh, Matt Mullenweg always refers to WordPress aspirationally as, you know, the software that powers the web. And I don't, I don't know that that's what's happening here. It's a little bit more like WordPress is the custom user interface that powers these you know, plugins or something. It's like, it's like all this hard work's already put in. So these people are just kind of using this interface to, to power their thing. But, you know, as I'm looking at Mastodon and activity pub and this kind of federated web that may or may not be coming, I'm also kind of seeing the possibility that WordPress in terms of being software that could power stuff, it seems like WordPress actually might be in a good spot. If someone wants to set up a Mastodon server or have some sort of Fediverse related thing, like uploading their videos uh, and sharing them on the Fediverse or uploading images and sharing them on the, the Fediverse. It seems like WordPress might actually kind of have a head start in helping people with that. So as far as the software side of things, you know, that's, that's an example. And as far as like all that hard work people did to make the, the block editor so much more powerful and so much more usable and accessible, that's paying off by these people who are building their, their plugins within the block editor and having just really good stepping stones kind of in place for them so they can build around that. We're, we're going to be wrapping up soon. There was a couple things I wanted to mention. First off, the WP Awards, which is put out by a newsletter called WP Weekly, they are happening right now. You can go vote. I think voting ends on November 28th. The website is thewpweekly.com slash awards. I'm sure if you just go to WP Weekly, you'll, you'll find it there. And they have like things you can vote on, like best page builder, best block add-ons, best Elementor add-ons, like all sorts of like kind of granular different aspects of WordPress that you can kind of vote and support. So that's happening. And I guess on, on that note, Emily, do you have any anything to say about the Plugin Madness 2023 that might be happening? Oh my gosh, I would love to talk about Plugin Madness. So for those that don't know, every year Torque hosts a bracket style competition that pits 64 plugins against each other. Um, for six weeks, there's voting, there's trash talk. Um, so it's happening again in 2023. And the thing to take note of is nominations will begin on February 6th. So if you have a plugin that you love, that you think needs more recognition, please um, come, come to the nominations. We'll send all that information out when we get closer, like how to do it and all of that stuff. But always excited to be beginning our kickoff for that competition. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate having both of you on the episode. We'll put links to your Twitter handles or how people can kind of follow you in the show description. I want to say thanks for listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. You can follow my adventures on Twitter at TheTorqueMag, where we talk about uh, WordPress tutorials and share interviews like this. You can also subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download it at wmr.fm. 
I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to spotlight members of the community each week on Pressless. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.